0: Thank you so much for downloading this expository-style devotional from Truth Matters Church. You can connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. Today's devotional is titled, Have This Attitude, and is from our study in Philippians. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy. Coming out of an appeal to believers to press on toward the upward call of Christ, the Apostle Paul gives an exhortation for his readers to act with the same heart and same mind that he has— with a life focused on living for God. In Philippians 3 verses 15 to 16, he writes, Let us therefore, as many as are perfect, have this attitude. And if in anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that also to you. However, let us keep living by the same standard to which we have attained. The first thing to note here is that the word perfect does not mean what you might think it means. No one is nor can be perfect in God's eyes, see Romans 3 verse 10, except his one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, reference Hebrews 4:15. In fact, Paul had just stated that he himself was not perfect, see verse 12, so it is best not to assume that he would be expecting or assuming perfection from anyone else. The Greek word used here for perfect is teleos, and is more simply understood as mature. So an easier way to grasp what Paul is getting at is to read this as, as many as are mature. He is using those who are spiritually mature as a benchmark for his argument in this passage. Paul continues that those who are mature must have this attitude. So which attitude is that? Well, looking back a few verses, specifically 7 to 14, we see the context of what he's talking about. Counting all we have as loss for the sake of Christ, Willingness to suffer for Christ, not finding righteousness in ourselves, but only in Christ, knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection, forgetting what lies behind and pressing on in our faith, and always seeking to lay hold of the eternal prize that we have in Christ Jesus our Lord. This might seem like a pretty big list at first, but for those who have fully committed their hearts and lives to Christ, many of these things will come naturally as the Holy Spirit leads us in our pursuit of God. We may waver and fail sometimes, of course, but the Lord carries us through those seasons and He refines us as we continually seek Him. Now, you may say that we don't have to do all those things to be saved. And that's true. Salvation is by grace through faith. We've seen time and time again that we are not saved by works. Yet, Scripture is also clear that our faith produces works and fruits of righteousness. See Matthew 7.15, Ephesians 2.10, and James 2.14. Clearly, there is both visible and spiritual evidence of salvation in the true Christian's life. However, the persistent lack of works or any fruits of the Spirit should be considered an extreme warning sign that one's salvation is not genuine. Paul then says, And if in anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that also to you. For those who might argue against having the mind and heart described here, Paul is gently but decisively rejecting this attitude as spiritual immaturity. And this speaks to a broader consideration that each believer must reckon with. Are there scriptural truths that we toss away or dismiss simply because we don't like them? Or maybe teachings that are difficult to bear or understand, so we mark them as irrelevant or outdated, maybe unimportant? We have to guard against this. We see in Ephesians 4, verses 4 to 6, that there is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. So, just as there is one Lord Jesus Christ, one God the Father, one Spirit, one faith, and so on, there is only one truth and one correct view on every biblical principle. God's word does not contradict itself. It is therefore imperative that we do not hold to the doctrines of men, even if they are wise, learned, and persuasive, if their teaching contradicts what Scripture teaches. And in essence, Paul is insisting the same here. There is one core attitude a genuine Christian possesses, the inward and outward pursuit of God and His Son, Jesus Christ. And he is saying that if our attitude about that is different, we need to ask the Lord to correct our thinking. Closing this out, Paul says, Let us keep living by the same standard to which we have attained. We've established so far that none of us are perfect, and many of us are not spiritually mature. So while the Lord works through these weak spots in our faith, be it in humility or service, trust or belief, we are called to continue walking in the ways that are established in Scripture by the Lord and His Apostles. Even if we are in a place of disagreement or maybe inward denial of the importance of these things we find in the Bible, we still must press on in these things while God refines us. Friend, be encouraged by the truth we find in Philippians 2 verse 13. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. We don't, in fact we can't do this in our own power or might. But we should always be walking with a soft, teachable heart, open to what the Spirit is telling us as He leads us into all truth. See Psalm 25 verse 5 and John 16 verse 13. We appreciate you listening today, and we'd like to invite you to join us for our Friday evening Bible studies. Our small group meets in Lincoln, California, and we also stream live on Sermon Audio. You can find out more at our website, truthmatterschurch.org. That's truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.